Africa Report with Jean-Jacques Cornish. Bonjour, Jean-Jacques. Bonjour, Kina. So, Sino-Japanese rivalry. Now, this is spilling over onto Africa. How so? Well, you, very much. You know, I mean, we have the disputed, the disputed islands. We have uh, Shinzo Abe's visit to the shrine. Uh, you know, of war criminals. The Japanese feel uh, uh, that they are justified in doing this. The Chinese feel very, very much aggrieved with what happened uh, w- during the Second World War. They feel there were lots of uh, um, incidents of genocide and things like that. But now, Shinzo Abe went to three countries. He went to Mozambique, to Cote d'Ivoire, and to uh, Addis Ababa. And uh, he was offering aid. I mean, we see this as a pushback against the Chinese uh dominance with, with Africa, yeah. $200 million worth of uh, investment. Now the Chinese are saying their ambassador to the United, to the African Union, Xi Jinping, is saying that Shinzo Abe is the biggest troublemaker in Asia, uh, and that he, he cannot be trusted. You know, it's more than just a battle for resources and trade. It's battles for air routes. It's battles for fishing grounds. It's battles for all sorts of things. A full-on rivalry, Africa in the center of that. Maybe we can get something out of it. Now, I see that Malawi here, um, JJ, whoa, what happened? Well, you know, Joyce Bonda is, is very much our hero in the sense that she's downscaled things. She's looking at corruption, but she didn't really step in in time to stop the freeze on at least $150 million worth of uh, foreign aid. And, and, you know, I saw what happened, for example, in Madagascar when foreign aid was frozen and the country relies on it very heavily, as does, Madiga- uh, as does Malawi. She's now promising a forensic audit of uh, corruption going back to 2005. She admits it's very risky to do this because that she's got elections only in, in, the middle of, in the middle of May. But uh, the whole cabinet was sacked at one point, and there are 30 people going on trial for corruption in a month's time. She really does hope that this is going to persuade donors to, to uh, resume giving money to Malawi. Now, I see that Tunisia, of course, celebrating the third anniversary of the Arab Spring, and we can't even, you know, we'll never forget the first time this took place. Well, you know, is it the Arab Spring or is it the Islamist winter? We never know. We did have this story we spoke about. I don't know if you were back yet. When the Prime Minister, Ali Rayed, he actually left office because he believed that the, the, the... Democratic advances were being undermined by the controversy over uh, raging around his premiership. There were the two political assassinations. So they now have a secular uh, Mehdi Joma as prime minister. The fact is, though, Tunisia completely relies on tourism, and that all dried up because of the Arab Spring, because of the unrest. So they had a negative growth back then, that year. This year they projected to grow at 3.7%, more power to them. One really does hope for the best for Tunisia because they, they're struggling mightily uh, to, to emerge as a new democracy in that part of Africa. And I see it's made its, um, its way into our newspaper headlines today. The five people arrested um, in, in Nigeria for opening up that gay club. Um, but they, they're not the only country on this continent uh, that, that, you know, opening themselves up for criticism on, on this particular issue, are they? I mean, there are lots of other countries. 38, 38 African countries outlaw homosexuality. And this in Nigeria, of course, is all part of the uh, Muslim-Christian uh, thing, too. The, the real crackdown is on in the north, in the Muslim part of the country, where it's said to be uh, completely against uh, Sharia law, homosexuality. Uh, but uh, as I think I mentioned yesterday that Nigeria is going to pay the price for this. There's no doubt about it in terms of uh, in terms of prestige internationally and probably in terms of 
trade and in terms of aid. A lot of countries say you cannot behave this way in this day and age without paying some sort of price for it. Indeed. JJ, as always, great chatting to you. You must have an awesome day. We'll chat tomorrow.